0: It's time to catalog minor catastrophes, tell our real-life terrors, and manifest some mayhem.
1: That's right. Let's crack open the anxiety encyclopedia. I'm Catherine McNally. I'm Laurie McGill. Welcome. We're going to talk about Thank something you. that makes me anxious, and it is Airbnb. Yeah, there's a lot to be anxious about with good old Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, I feel like though people don't... Like, I thought that this would, I thought it'd be like Uber, right? People got murdered. Uber had to make some changes. I feel like Airbnb has really been flying under the radar. When I researched for this, really, there's one article that has talked about, like, how unsafe Airbnb is. All the other ones are like, oh, it's leading to gentrification and things like that. Like, there's really, and nothing's happening. I do think people have really turned on Airbnb,
0: not necessarily safety specific, but because the fees have gotten so crazy. Yeah. Where people use all the shady things where it's like the nightly fee is $75. And then you look and the cleaning fee is 400 bucks. Right. And it's, it's, and, or just, it's creepy because people are just like super weird. Not because people were being murdered, but because they're like, I had to stay with the owner and they were just like there. They were really weird. Yeah. Um, but at a certain point, it was one of those things where I think we were doing this like cost benefits analysis, and Airbnb actually was cheaper for a while, especially depending on the size of your group, right? If it's one person, yeah. it's always gonna be it's cheaper not. to just get a little hotel room. Yeah. And housekeeping comes
1: to, to the hotel room.
0: But then Airbnb
1: prices like crept up and up and up, and now it's not even now it's the same it's as worth Apple it. So, so it's not worth even... it. Let's take down Airbnb. You already know my stance. Whoops, spoiler. Um Should we tell them the Casey story right at I was going to say, I'm so excited because
0: we have a shared Airbnb story and I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. So maybe we do it up front.
1: I think we do it up front because then, because our Airbnb experience is like insane. And just like, we get a real behind the scenes look at how little Airbnb gives a fuck about you. And then I'm going to talk about a lot of like dark and like dangerous things. Yeah.
0: And what's funny, too, is that in this story, I love that you named names right up front. It was Oh, Casey. yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to spell her name, too, and, like, warn people. But what's really funny is this happened two years ago. And it's not like I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. But as soon as you said, I think I'm going to talk about Airbnb, I was like, oh, good. We can talk about Casey. Like, her name was living somewhere in the back of my brain. Mm-hmm. I, and I didn't I know that until it came right out. In here.
1: Yep. Is so it? Tell is you. it? Is it C-A-S-E-Y? It is K-A-C-I-E. If you are in the St. Louis area and you want to book something and it's on Cherokee Street and it's from Casey, don't book it. I mean, I agree with that. (laughs) I'm normally anti-doxing, but she doesn't like
0: live there. So
1: it's fine. Fuck Casey. Don't book. All right. All right. This is our Airbnb story. So we booked um, like two nights, right? For my 30th birthday. Decided to, you know, go somewhere cute ish so we booked this we're all going over there we first thing
0: that goes wrong I think actually even before that an important note is that we booked it on your sister's Airbnb who wasn't even there so there was this added layer of responsibility that shouldn't have been an issue but kind of ended up becoming an issue
1: yeah there was this whole thing of like my other sister Caroline couldn't book it because I don't know. I feel like Airbnb has gotten like much more specific with like who can book and you have to like meet these standards first. Yeah. And our other sister Christine who could not come um had an account and so she was able to book it. So she wasn't going, but she booked it on her account. And these people were super hosts. They Big were quotes. super hosts. Big quotation right. marks. Uh guys, super hosts mean absolutely nothing according to our anecdote. So we go in. I feel in... like it's like Twitter verification. Now if you
0: just pay an extra yeah. $8 a month, you're a super host. It means
1: absolutely nothing. We go in. First issue is that the oven is on. Like it's clearly on. And we have no idea how to turn it off. I don't know what this was it really old. I don't even really know. It was not. It was sort of space agey, wasn't it? I feel like I, don't even know I was too dumb to work it. Not that it was too old to work it. Right we had multiple adults that could not figure out how to turn this off. So Caroline, it contacts, was daytime. We it was were daytime. Sober.
0: I just need to, because people are hearing like 30th birthday party.
1: No, we had just beverages arrived. It not, was like four in the afternoon. Yes. Beverages have not been consumed yet. Then Caroline gets Casey to come over because like literally we cannot figure out how to turn it off. Caroline had also like decorated everything. Right. So it's very cute. Um, all themed. And sometimes Airbnb does tell you, like, you have to, you can't put anything up, right? There was nothing like that on this Airbnb listing.
0: They did say no parties, like, bringing outside people in. And we didn't invite anyone. I didn't invite anyone. Nobody who was staying in the, not staying in the house was invited. Everybody who was invited was in the house. And it was under the maximum number of people who were allowed to
1: stay in the house. Mm-hmm. So we are following they, all the Airbnb rules. They made very specific a party is over a certain number of people. Like, that yes. was the way that they defined it. And we, and we were, were under that. Yeah. So, Casey comes over. I believe she was... She had just come from the nail salon. I feel like she was in those little flip-flops. She absolutely was in those toe-dividers sandals, Yeah. Yeah, and so we felt kind of bad, but also it's, like, your fucking house, ma'am. I don't know. So she turns it off. We're just, like, very nicely, like, sitting around. Like, we ought, we do have beverages in hand, but it's, like, our first one. She leaves then the air conditioning like is not working right yeah. upstairs especially
0: upstairs well, I feel like it was only the upstairs air conditioner yeah. so it's like 85 degrees and 65% humidity upstairs and this is on the so the first night after she fixes the oven it's okay it's fine it's a little hot upstairs is we this noticed the point? i wake up and i cuz i was upstairs with selena i think yeah and i wake up and i'm like it's kind of warm up here yeah it started but out. it hadn't turned into an oven yet
1: have or have we reached the point was it the first night when water starts dripping from the ceiling I think it's the first night yes so in the middle of the or we're up <laughs> it was like right 12 30 we, we're getting ready we're to about go to, to bed. go to bed
0: and the smoke alarm was dripping off. the smoke alarm. Yeah. Goes off. that's right and when we look when we try to figure out why because we're not cooking. We don't even have candles lit. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing we had gotten takeout. There's no reason the smoke alarm should be going off. When we look, we realize that it's because there's water on the, this is on. we're on the first floor. There's yeah. water dripping from the second floor and it's like triggering the smoke alarm. So we take it down. Um, And Caroline put a pot under there and Caroline texts right away. And we right. know it's it's not like gushing, it's not an no, emergency. It's dripping, but we want to let them know right away because we're like, I had forgotten about this. We're like, yeah. we don't want to be responsible for this. So can't uh-huh. right away. And I was like, I know it's late in the app or on the phone, whatever, but it's the ceiling is dripping.
1: And if water's dripping, that's not good. So no, no, you know and it's we're clearly you know. coming
0: from the second floor. I think we even go upstairs and layer like, yeah, oh, that's the air conditioner. It's yeah. this closet. We can figure out where it's leaking from.
1: And like our friend, my friend Connor, like described it more like the way that the AC was set up, like it looked janky. I can't give you more description than that, but it, it like, did not was look. Was
0: venting or, well, I guess that would draining like draining or... outside or something? Or like the drain, the drain pan was full.
1: It I was, it was a problem. It was bad. So all then we, we knew go... was water was coming out of the ceiling. And we told her like good people. We wake up. It's warm. It's getting it, hot. It's gets warmer and warmer and water. It, I still feel like is still
0: dripping. It is. And so we can actually see that the water spot has gotten larger. We can see that it's bigger. Caroline has at this point, I feel like Casey responded in the middle of the night and was like, Something that's okay. Comes. Thanks. Like leave a bucket under it. We'll come in the morning. And then they talked again in the morning. I want to say early, like seven or eight, spoke again. Right. Yeah, I think so. But Casey's like, is this at this point, she says they're a few hours away. She and her husband.
1: Yeah. I guess they're like not right there, but they're going
0: to come as soon as they can and look at the air conditioner. And we're like, great. We have plans. We're leaving currently. It's not inhibiting anything we want to do. We just thought you would want to know that. Your ceiling is leaking. Yeah. We get ready to go. Again, it's like a little warm upstairs, but the air conditioner has not stopped working completely yet. And it's morning, so it's not hot outside yet. So Mm -hmm. we're like, it's probably fine. So we go and do something. We go to this, the the botanical garden. The botanical garden. And we walk around and we get like real sweaty. Yeah. And we get back to the house. In between that and dinner and yeah and it's bad the upstairs air conditioner has completely stopped working
1: it, it feels is, like the
0: outside is it inside. is like 85 degrees upstairs we can see it on the thermostat and it's humid it's that because of not only because it's humid outside but because all of this water is leaking into the drip pan upstairs it's creating its own little humidity it's a sauna upstairs <laughs> it's almost unbearable
1: yeah like yeah is bad, so we tell them again, like the air so conditioner is an
0: issue. The air conditioner is broken. And like you, we, are like gonna able, we are not going to be able,
1: we are not going to come.
0: sleep up there. And if this is like, what it's like. There's they, no urgency. They tell us just turn the downstairs one down to like up 69, more. right? The, the temperature down to like nice, down to and like, like that's the 60s. Not how... Well, rises, we, my dear. well, we do, but also the air conditioner downstairs, it's hot outside. Yeah. So the air conditioner downstairs is never going to get to that temperature, even if it, because that probably would have helped the whole house. It's never going to get that low. No. We do what they say, we turn it down, and she's still like, we're going to cut, we're going to get there. My husband's going to come and look at things. And if nothing else, they're like, well, we bring can fans. see. Oh, first, they're like, we'll see if we can get an emergency person to come because it's the weekend. So yeah. they would have had to bring in an emergency, what is it, HVAC guy. Sure. I was going to say electrician, but I don't think that would have been very helpful, probably more helpful than Casey's husband ends up being. Um, so, so we're trying to talk to them because
1: again, we're not like panicking yet because we don't need to be upstairs, but some people are going to to sleep sleep upstairs. upstairs. Right. And so I remember a phone call at dinner, Connor talked to them. We
0: leave So fine. She's like, we can't get our HVAC guy, but my husband's going to come see what he can do. And he's going to bring you some box fans. And we're like, great. That's going to stir around the hot, humid air, but whatever. He needs to look at the air conditioner. Right. So we go to dinner and yes, we get a phone call from the husband and he's like, um, I can't fix it. (laughs) Didn't bring a ladder. (laughs) Yeah, so I can't what? get to it. I can't get this, this little screws off. I can't fix what I need to. We're going to leave the fans.
1: You're going to be fine. And yeah, what were you going to say about that phone call? Connor, um, well, to he him. was basically just like, you, we can't do anything, right? Like, it was basically useless. And he's like, it's fine. We put fans up there. And it's like, that's not going to be enough, dude. Like, are you feeling what it's like up there? It's so bad. And so they're basically just like useless. And the phone we call could- got it confrontational, but a little bit
0: live on our end. No. And it's like, no, no, no. I don't know. I just mean, it was like an unhappy conversation
1: because they were not
0: doing anything and they were not listening to us and they were not being reasonable.
1: Right. And it's like, we booked this. We expect it to like, we expect to be able to sleep upstairs where all the bedrooms are without it being a hundred degrees.
0: So, uh, we go back to the house and guess what's not upstairs.
1: They didn't leave any box fans, I don't
0: think. Yeah, I don't remember fans. (laughs) They promised to leave fans, and they didn't leave any fans. So they had done nothing. I think we couldn't open the windows.
1: No. They told us not to open the windows or something. Because they were like, it'll make it worse if you open the windows.
0: There were no fans. They hadn't done anything in the air conditioner. It's still leaking water. It's miserable upstairs. At this point, it's been like brewing all day. Uh All the heat has risen up there.
1: So we decide we, We no one can sleep upstairs. We pull a mattress to bring it downstairs. And then two of my friends leave to go sleep at her brother's house who lives nearby.
0: Yeah. Because it's so bad. It's miserable upstairs. It's, it's unbearable. So yeah, we bring a mattress down, uh, two friends leave the rest of us sleep on the floor of the living room, on the couches, on the mattress that we brought down.
1: Mm -hmm. And then we, yes, keep going. Oh, because it's
0: still like okay downstairs. The air conditioner is working okay. And then the next morning, we know we're going to ask for at least a partial refund. So we... And we do everything that she asks. We We clean. clean... We make it look perfect so so that restore nothing it. nothing can come
1: back. We
0: restore it to its original glory. We, we drag obviously that get the mattress back up. back up, which is admittedly the bare minimum, but we get the mattress back up. We do all the things she asked us to do that should be covered by a cleaning fee, like
1: right. starting a laundry. laundry, yeah.
0: taking out all of our trash, making sure that we didn't leave anything in the backyard. Like All the decorations came down. We hadn't made any holes in the walls. I mean,
1: we everything was perfect. After that awful, awful stay. And you would think that, oh, she would clearly give us some kind of refund. Say so sorry. Oh, no, 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 dear listeners. It gets so bad after all of this.
0: So, yeah, we go back to your parents. And I was in town for like another day and a half or another two days. So everyone else had left. So it's just me and you and Caroline. And we go in Airbnb and we write like a very nice but serious note about why we're requesting a partial refund. uh, Because we couldn't use the whole place As and our the, friends yeah. had to find other accommodations. So seems reasonable. You know, seems reasonable. We have text conversations that I don't think we include yet, but we have we give them a timeline later actually. We don't start with a timeline. Oh my like,
1: God. We had to do so much work. First we couldn't do just timeline. Like,
0: but we didn't do that first because right. we believed that obviously it would it would be reasonable. Fine. So first we're just like hey, we can use half of the place during our stay. We want a partial refund. I think we yeah. were hoping to get like one night back.
1: Yeah, and then she is this when she comes back with how much was she gonna charge us? Something insane. She comes back and
0: is like, "You broke my air conditioner." You, she you said, we turned on eight hundred dollars. She She's said, like, "They turned, turned the heater, heater on,"
1: and then she said, "In my brain, I checked with Christine last night because I was like, I need to remember the number." She was gonna charge us a thousand dollars for that. That's right? I thought it was ten. <laughs> ten thousand. <10, no>. <laughs> I really, like, upped the ante. Yeah, she was like, you turned on the heat, and we're going to charge you a $1,000 for that. We have pictures of the thermostat that we took to show this kind of evidence. evidence.
0: We had taken pictures of the thermostat to show that it was, like, above 80 degrees that clearly show that the heat is off. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Obviously, if we, for whatever reason, decided to turn the heat on, we could have turned it back off before we took the picture. But also...
1: Why? That's uh, that makes no sense, Casey. And then is this one so then she like she does that? Is that when we make this ridiculous timeline and that's how we spend our last day together? Uh yeah. And now I know we're actually, like I did actually just evidence. find the
0: review that she wrote Christine. Oh my god, Airbnb. did you? Should you read it? Would you like me to read it? Yes, please. We'll come back to it. So first, so we're like, well, that's not true. So, Casey is now trying to get Christine's account banned.
1: Yeah, she is throwing everything at the wall to get something to stick
0: We go back and forth. We have text messages between us and the husband and us and yeah. Casey. Casey says we were horrible guests. Casey says we broke all the rules. We're like, we didn't. Yeah. And then here's the thing She, she says, broke. oh, okay. You do it. And well, then... this is where she makes accusations, wild
1: accusations. Okay, is this, this all is the where... craziness? Yeah. Okay. okay, good. Uh, there's
0: no way to put this gently. We had a horrible experience with Christine and her guests. Christine booked so that her younger friends could stay in the house, which, first of all, is hilarious. I guess maybe Carol is too older. young. The rest of us are older than Christine. We're but all older. You. Airbnb warned us in advance about the potential for property damage from these guests. Not. I true. don't even know what that means. They were extremely okay. This is where this is just lies. This is... <laughs> they were extremely lies. rude, and they yelled and cussed at my husband on two separate occasions. Not true. <laughs> When they did not know how to operate the oven and the thermostat, my husband went over to help him.
1: Not true. We she never did.
0: interacted with the husband. We never on the saw phone. him. And they berated him. One guest even making a racist, disparaging remark for my husband being Puerto Rican and saying he wasn't even American. We didn't, we didn't know he was Puerto Rican.
1: First of all, we would no. never say that, but we
0: had no idea because we never saw him.
1: That's like the wildest thing to me because it's like she's using her husband's race to like... Get my sister banned on There's Airbnb. More. They were clearly. Th- they also left every
0: oh, oh, every window open on a ninety degree day, heating the house while running the AC. She doesn't mention that the air conditioner was broken, which is why we opened the windows. They were clearly throwing a birthday party, based on the decorations. We were, yep. but we didn't invite she anyone. anyone who that wasn't out. Staying there, and we think they were belligerently drunk.
1: The one time she saw us, we we hadn't even finished the we beverage. We were on our first. Yeah, we were like, "Hi."
0: And then we walked in to find a mess with party directions, every party decorations everywhere. We took everything with us. It. it was spotless. And water soaking the upper level first floor ceilings. We
1: told her about that.
0: Because, yeah. House rules clearly stated no parties. HVAC technician had to come to house to confirm they had not broken anything. And fortunately, appliances were all in working order. Terrible guests that were extremely disrespectful and will never book again. So the level of this was, I think, a moment for me, like a turning point for me. And maybe it came to it a little too late, a little naive, but where I realized that people could just, and would just make up lies about me on the internet, just total lies. We never interacted with her husband. She leaves out all of this crucial information, like that the water came from the broken air conditioner. Yep. And we had all these text conversations where we weren't rude and we weren't disrespectful. You know, that's why I said the closest we came to heated was the phone call with the husband, yeah, but there was no yelling. There was right. no cursing. Yeah. There was no racist remarks wild. And mm-hmm. we never, we never face-to-face saw him. So, yeah.
1: um, yeah, it so yeah. still
0: fills me with rage. It's been two years and I still and then feel And all... then Christine,
1: right. And then Christine had to like t- spend so much time talking to airbnb trying to get help trying to tell them like look at like we made that we made a fucking timeline with text messages to show that like her story is all bullshit and christine used all that contacted airbnb talked to multiple people they were all so dismissive did not give a shit about christine they're here here to protect their hosts
0: well in case he was clever, right? Because all the things she accused us of were not the things we were addressing or showing with our text messages. They were, she didn't even address those things. She wasn't like the air conditioner wasn't broken. It wasn't hot. She was like, here's all these other random things that I didn't happen, but we're going to pretend happened. Um, yeah, that yeah. then she is christine is not banned from airbnb she is
1: not banned from it uh, we did not get a refund we did not we paid full price for that bullshit um and christine she casey did want christine's review taken down but it's still there
0: christine's review of casey yeah is casey's review of christine yeah. still there
1: yeah but christine has been able to book airbnb some of them have been like oh we saw that one review and we were like I don't know but then they were like "Eh, everything else looks fine so she's been fine but like what the fuck Casey I I did feel really bad as we were doing it that Christine was
0: gonna get all this collateral damage but I do remember we were like a we were like an incident room writing that timeline yes we were we were at the counter your dad was helping us
1: the we're amount like of in time bathing
0: suits but very serious sitting serious. at the bar your dad and caroline and i and we're like workshopping our timeline and our messages and every time we get a new message we write like a version first that we can never show to anyone and then yeah. rework yeah so
1: anyway it was insane um and that was just for like like that's just to show you that like if you're a super host they will do anything to protect them because that's where they're making money they don't care about you
0: Well, and it is tricky just like, because with any, if you think about other businesses that take the customer's right mentality, there's a downfall to that too, because then people can say whatever, and you're never on the side of your employees. Right. So how do you balance actively listening to both the people who work for you and the people who they serve? But Casey was uh, nuts.
1: That's K-A-C-I-E, St. Louis. But like, did Airbnb investigate that? No, they don't care because they are spending too much money. They need all that money in order to pay off all of the people who experience awful things in their Airbnbs. So now let me tell you about all the awful things that happen in Airbnbs, not just at Casey St. Louis. This is great
0: though. My long haul of starting a podcast just so I could complain to more people about that Casey experience has finally paid off. So this is our last, no, I'm kidding.
1: Uh, (laughs) We have completed what we've set out to do. It's very cathartic. Uh, Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to give you some content warning because there's rape, sexual assault, and murder. So I'm going to just like walk you through the timeline of like Airbnb coming to be and how different cases forced them to like begin to put in safety measures, but you're going to see how little those safety measures are. So Airbnb is founded in 2008 by design students Chesky and Joe Giba? Giba? and engineer nate blue i yeah, really definitely. don't care i like really don't name. care if i'm uh saying their names wrong because they're all assholes in my opinion so you just know, gotta commit so i names. can we you gotta walk me through that boldly not... say it and just run on that's not one of my skills um airbnb obviously one of the biggest ho- hospitality companies in the world with 5.6 million listings it has a 90 billion dollar market value um but here's where the issues start it's uh similar to many like other silicon valley companies where they're like grow at all costs like they do not care about the consequences they don't care about anything else so airbnb rolls into cities they skirt regulations And by the time, like, it's implemented, officials, like, they don't know how to control it. So that's really what they did. Um, When, in the beginning, for their safety department, their quote-unquote safety department, in the beginning, Airbnb had nothing in place for safety, for its hosts or its guests. The co-founders answered every customer service complaint and then hired support when that became unmanageable. So in 2011 a host in san francisco returned from a work trip to find her home ransacked her guests trashed her clothes burned her belongings smashed a hole through her locked closet door to steal her passport credit card laptop hard drives and her grandmother's jewelry oh my gosh that's crazy that's terrible i know this is how airbnb Airbnb responded when the host blogged about it an Airbnb co-founder, so one of those three assholes, contacted her and asked her to remove the story from her blog because it would hurt an upcoming funding round. The they had hash-
0: her to, like, make good? They just asked oh, no. her to remove it? Uh-huh. They didn't even try to, like, bribe her nope.
1: into... Nope. Mm-mm. But they only did that after. They were just like, pretty please. Can you... It's gonna make it look bad. Oh, it hurts my feelings. <sighs> so the hashtag, ha- ransackgate, Starts trending on Twitter, and that leads to a public public apology from one of the founders, and they give her a fifty thousand dollar. No, then they implement a fifty thousand dollar damage guarantee for hosts. So now that's implemented after this woman goes through that. So now hosts are, they get a damage guarantee. Guarantee.
0: And did they go back and retroactively cover her damage? I hope so. Sounds like it was probably more than 50,000, but maybe not.
1: Yeah. They also implement a 24-hour customer support hotline and a new trust and safety department. Okay. But as Airbnb grew, so did dangerous incidents. There were concealed cameras, gas leaks, sexual assaults. Some like Airbnb is really combining like a lot of our fears. Don't worry. There's carbon monoxide later. Like anything can happen. You don't think about that. You go to an Airbnb and you're like, yeah. hey, I'm not, I'm going to be fine. Oops, I'm dead from carbon monoxide yeah. poisoning. Some hosts used the platform to commit crimes because, of course, in 2011, one Airbnb host in Barcelona plied two American women with alcohol and then raped them. When they went to the police the next morning, he threatened to upload videos of the attack to the <gasps> internet if they didn't drop the case. Police searched his apartment and found hundreds of similar photos of other victims.
0: He Extortion.
1: This really is all of our fears. That's combined into one. Airbnb, the place where all your fears combine. He received, he did receive a 12 year sentence, which kind of shocking. I feel like oftentimes they. Well, he had all of, he took, he really handed them all the evidence, right? I guess that's true. Um, And Airbnb paid the two women an undisclosed amount and banned the host for life. So this is like, we're going to see this time and again. This is Airbnb's move. They do nothing proactively. They just, if something really, truly bad happens to you, they pay you off, keep you quiet and keep it out of the courts.
0: Yeah, it is interesting. It's the business model is just always going to be tricky to some extent, because certainly If they're ignoring red flags, that's one thing. But how do you maintain like a basically contractor relationship and screen people? I'm not sure it's possible in that model. Sure. They probably have to redo
1: a lot of things. I don't know. Or we can just like get rid of it. I don't know. Um, when things go wrong, like I said, the company's secretive safety team jumps in and prevents PR disasters by soothing guests and hosts. Um, the safety team, super top secret. Insiders call it the black box. Only the most serious problems are transferred to the internal safety team. When things really go wrong, their approach is to, quote unquote, shoot the money cannon, as one former agent put it. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <sighs> they will go to any length to make the victim feel supported. They'll pay for flights, food, counseling, health costs, sexually transmitted disease testing. Like, at what point are we like, should we change something? I'm buying this person a sexually transmitted disease test. Should we rethink this? Yeah. Former agents have had to hire... Get ready. Also, like... Not only is Airbnb, like, fucking over their guests and their hosts, but also the people who are on this safety team who have to deal mm. with these awful things every day. Mm. Yeah. Former agents have had to hire body fluid crews to clean off blood from carpets. Oh, my gosh. Arrange for contractors to cover bullet holes in walls and deal with hosts who discover dismember human remains. <laughs> Do-do-do, going to the Airbnb. Whoops. Dismembered a body leave that that mattress upstairs (laughs) and this person doesn't even have the decency to get
0: rid of their human remains actually that is how i would dispose of a body though set up (laughs) a fake (laughs) account fake information leave it there i'm untraceable fbi did you hear that just keep that in mind
1: (laughs) whatever i know all the ways you would dispose of a body too (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) okay In sensitive cases. I'm so honored the FBI is listening to our podcast. It's an essay. (laughs) If there's an agency listening, it's an essay, right? Yeah. Yeah. In sensitive cases, safety agents are encouraged to get a payout agreement signed as quickly as possible. Sure. Every agreement came with a non-disclosure clause that prevented the recipient from talking about what happened, making further requests for money, or suing the company. So, they're just like... Silence them, give them money, and we're good. Uh, with the Me Too movement, that practice ended, but they replaced the NDA section with a narrower clause that says recipients can't discuss the terms of their settlement or imply its admission of wrongdoing. So it's basically doing the same thing. Former safety agents estimate the company handles thousands of allegations of sexual assault every year, money involving rape. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. For instance... In 2016, a woman and her friends stayed at an Airbnb in New York City. She left her friends at a bar, goes back to the apartment. When she got back, a man stood in the shadows and then held her at knife point. He grabbed her, raped her. He took her phone and fled the apartment, but the woman was able to reach her friends on an iPad, which, oh my gosh, thank God. They were able to get the police to come. The man returned to the apartment police arrested him thank god he was charged with predatory sexual assault which carries a maximum sentence of life in prison he was a career criminal with 40 misdemeanor convictions and the man had a set of keys to the apartment and airbnb has no idea how he got them so he wasn't the host or anything nope and so like this one this woman she picked up the keys like at a bodega Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: the host like is like Dropping them at the bodega, then the bodega person gives it to her. And that is still a thing. Like they don't have, Airbnb does not have a specific way that you should get keys or anything like that. So it makes it easy for randos who want to rape people to get a hold of them. Airbnb responds they relocate the woman to a hotel, paid for her mother to fly in. She's Australian. So they're going for, oh, wow. What a way. They flew them both home and covered, uh, healthcare and counseling costs. They wrote her a check for $7 million and she signed an agreement not to talk about the settlement that or really, responsibility or that liability. That one's, that one's really interesting too. Cause
0: I mean, the key is, is the sticking point, but that could happen at my house. It wasn't the host. It wasn't someone affiliated with Airbnb. Right. Mm-mm. So how are they liable for that?
1: I think they're liable because, like, that key, Okay. like, dr- like that's not secure. Right. And, and, like, when she got the key, she didn't need to give over any kind of ID, any kind of information. So, like, that does feel like that. And he was them. in the apartment. I'm sorry. I thought he was, like, outside the apartment. Oh, he was in the apartment. Okay. He okay. let himself in and was hiding in the apartment. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was like lurking in the shadows out
0: in front of the door and I was like, well, that could happen anywhere.
1: No, no, no. He was inside. Okay.
0: Yeah. The last Airbnb I did stay at, it was all one of the fancy lock boxes. Yeah. Oh, lock box. Okay. You you did the the, keypad. And and then then you
1: got the key. key. Gotcha. That's better. I like the key. The do-do-do-do-do. I can't
0: remember. It might have just been that too. I'm trying to remember. And then it locked automatically
1: when we left. Yeah. I think that is what it was. Those are better. All right, so part of the issue in holding Airbnb accountable is that they keep everything out of the court. They silence Mm -hmm. their victims with money so that they never go to court. Only one case related to sexual assault has been filed against Airbnb in U.S. courts. One. And there are, like, agents estimate thousands. That one case was filed in 2017 when a 51-year-old woman sued Airbnb after being assaulted by a host in L.A., she was moving to the city from New Mexico whoop, whoop, and booked a 30 day stay while she searched for an apartment. She decided to leave because of the host's bizarre behavior, but the host followed her to her studio unit she rented, locked the door, held her in a chair against her will and masturbated in front of her into a trash can. Oh my gosh. I gotta say, that's so scary. Like, I need men to have like more shame to like not, like- The shame that I feel about like regular things, and this guy has the confidence to masturbate into a trash can in front of her. Like, buddy, you gotta rethink your life. I was just thinking about how depressing it is that when you said that, I was actually kind of relieved
0: that that's what he did. That was all. That's like best case scenario. If you're being, if you've been stalked and are held in a chair, and it's horrific behavior. But my brain was like, oh, okay, hooray,
1: (laughs) what a relief.
0: (laughs) Like, it wasn't the most heinous sexual assault he could have committed while he had her held captive.
1: It is what you hope, isn't it? When you're in a crazy situation and you're like, God, I hope he just masturbates. (laughs) We call that the Louis C.K. special. (laughs) So you think, masturbation can't get worse than that, okay? He does have a line that he gives before she runs out, okay? So she's about to flee. The man, just masturbated in front of her, says... Don't forget to leave me a positive review on Airbnb. No, he doesn't. That's not real. That's real? That's not real. According to this article that I read, it is real. That was a part of her report. That's an SNL sketch. I know. I know. Now, here's the bummer. The man, you know, said it was consensual and he was not charged. The only reason... Why they were able to sue Airbnb was because they hadn't done a thorough background check of the host. Airbnb only flags prior convictions and though the host had previously been charged with battery, he wasn't convicted. So they're really only like convicted or nothing. They don't care about anything else. Um, Airbnb offered an undisclosed amount of money in exchange for dropping the case and they banned the host from its platform. Airbnb. So again, silence money.
0: I mean, but, at least they ban the host. You hear about Uber,
1: and that's like, and then that guy's just driving Uber still. Or you switch to Lyft. Yeah. Um Airbnb isn't only hiding sexual assault and rape, though. They're also hiding murder. In 2018, I think it's like 2018 and 2019, they had like a lot of cases. Really that were bad. Yeah. So in 2018. Well, I do f- feel like that was the peak. Yeah, because then
0: in the pandemic, people weren't going anywhere. And then I think the tide has kind of turned. Yeah, then.
1: Mm -hmm. 2018, the family of Carla Stefanik filed a lawsuit against Airbnb when Carla's decomposing remains were discovered half buried and wrapped in plastic just 1000 feet from her Airbnb rental in Costa Rica. A security guard at the complex where she was staying was convicted of her murder airbnb failed to report perform a background check on the security guard who was working in the country illegally airbnb settled for an undisclosed amount was he employed by airbnb and he must have been right i yeah I, he has to have been right right how else would they be like liable um so maybe it'll be murder maybe it'll be toxic fumes here we go in 2018 november A retired New Orleans couple died after inhaling toxic fumes while they slept at an Airbnb in Mexico. After their son appeared on television, pleading for Airbnb to do more, they blamed understaffing and rearranged their safety team. So sorry your parents are dead. It was understaffing. Mm. But despite that rearranging, tragedy still happened in may 2019 six brazilian tourists two of which were children died of carbon monoxide poisoning inside an airbnb rental in santiago chile i think i remember this one Mm -hmm. a relative here's what's even worse a relative had called the company before they died but the response was delayed because no one on the call at the call center spoke portuguese oh so like they could have prevented it but yeah yeah then, Halloween, two thousand nineteen, at a one point two million dollar four bedroom home in Orinda, Orinda, California, mm-hmm. a guest booked for one night, and here's where you get your like minimum of two night stays now, thanks to this asshole. That guest had been oh, reported. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh huh. You have all to stay two nights this now. This is where all the party stuff comes into because of this one guy. Oh. Mm-hmm. That guest had been reported to Airbnb for leaving a bullet at another listing just days before.
0: I have a question.
1: Uh-huh. Don't know if I have an answer. Just
0: like leaving a bullet? Just right. like a loose bullet? Or was it, Is it like shot? Was it a bullet casing? Was it in the wall? Was it just like he emptied his pockets and it was like two quarters in
1: a bullet? What? I am imagining, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to make it up. I'm imagining he's like, It leaves a thank you note too, like thanks so much. This one's for you. And there's like an arrow and then a bullet. Yeah, I don't know the way that they worded it. Leaving a bullet feels like it's just just like the bullet, but I don't really know. So very weird and threatening
0: because it's threatening,
1: but also just sort of odd. It's like, is he just sloppy? Right. Is he just like, whoops, I left that bullet there. Sorry, guys. He advertised, so he has this fancy mansion for one night, Halloween. He advertised a mansion party on social media, and more than 100 people showed up. Oh, my gosh. Then a gunman opened fire and killed five people. That's horrible. Again, Airbnb. Oh, did you want mass shootings a part of one of your fears in Airbnb? Welcome. I also get immediately
0: anxious even before the mass shooting which is just anxiety. Just that feeling of I've thrown a party and it's gotten out of hand and I'm no longer the boss of this party fills me with dread.
1: I think you're good as long as you don't invite randos on social media. Right, 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 right. I'm not worried about it happening, but just like the thought
0: of even putting myself in that situation is very stressful. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So this made Airbnb announce their new safety measures, including a ban on party houses and a promise to verify the photographs amenities cleanliness and safety of all the listings on airbnb that last part like verifying all that is still underway they have not done that yet that but would they be hard do. to
0: do yeah
1: but i don't they think haven't they done it.
0: had a they understood the scope of what they were doing here
1: when they started it's very we work of them uh yeah why can't we take them down like the we work guy for real Um, so yeah, that's where all your party stuff comes from. That's where they start to like limit, define what a party is because of this one guy. After the incident. Okay. Airbnb is about to look even worse. One victim's mother was never reached out to by Airbnb until a week later, her lawyer issued a statement criticizing Airbnb. And then they reached out. Mm -hmm. Airbnb began offering to pay for funerals. I mean, if you get to funerals, don't you think we should, like, take a step back to reflect? But when some of the bills were more than three thirty thousand dollars the company started haggling. The news cycle had pretty much moved on from the story. This is a $90 billion company. hmm And they're like, we can't pay for your $30,000 funeral. Uh, five of them, that's, like, a lot. So because the news cycle has had moved on, they were, like... Oh, we don't have to pay for that because it's not going to make us look bad they've already moved on they only care about bad pr that december it hits keep on coming airbnb announced a 150 million fifty million dollar, okay announced 150 million dollars of additional state trust and safety spending so we're like upping that price just to like pay off people really
0: they don't specify what that
1: spending is on well they're doing a couple things so part of it they introduce a 24/7 hotline that offers renters immediate access access to a safety agent okay they created a system to flag high risk reservations what does that mean i don't know i don't know but apparently it flags we worse. i mean look at us we are so dangerous we are the most the most dangerous airbnb guests we are you could a menace book. a menace to society absolutely They banned users who are under 25 and didn't have a history of positive reviews from booking an Airbnb in the area where they live. So that's probably why Caroline could not book because she was under 25. It's like standard car rental rules. Yeah. Um, And then they stopped allowing one night stays over Halloween, 4th of July, and New Year's Eve. That makes sense. Yeah. Seems basic. Like maybe you should have
0: done that from the start. Well, I mean, one night stays the rest of the time also makes sense to allow them if possible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um these changes have been focused mostly on the US because rolling them out globally in the 191 countries Airbnb operates has been difficult. In 2020, pandemic hits, Airbnb lost 80% of its businesses in 80% of its business in 8 weeks. The safety team was inundated with calls about infections. And professional party promoters started turning Airbnb rentals into nightclubs, offering live DJs and bottle service. Hundreds of drunk, unmasked people were let loose in U.S. suburbs, straining police resources, frustrating public health officials, and overwhelming the safety team. Great. Then in May 2021, the company announced a 25% cut in workforce. The entire safety team in Portland, including 25 of the most experienced agents, were let go. Some were told they could keep their job if they took a pay cut and moved to Montreal, where they were relocating its North American safety operations. After being criticized, they offered to rehire some of their agents for time and a half pay until the Canada team was fully trained.
0: Relocation to a different country is a bold request. Uh-huh. I know it's like for a right, pay cut. I know it's like right there, but it still is a different, like you gotta do stuff to work in yeah. another country
1: to yeah and yes for a pay cut for real okay we're finally on how afraid do we need to be all right so in terms of how afraid we actually need to be um i mean i think the message is that airbnb cannot protect you from being robbed raped sexually assaulted murdered or killed from carbon monoxide poisoning they do not care um If you're worried about dying from a fire or carbon monoxide in an Airbnb, nationally, 80% of rental properties do have smoke detectors, but only 56% of Airbnbs are equipped with carbon monoxide detectors. You can take the ones with you. Oh,
0: (laughs) they have ones that plug in. To the wall that are carbon oh. monoxide detectors. And so I know some people, especially if you're going to countries where hotels might not yeah, have those detection systems, you can take it with you, plug it into the wall. Then you're not having to like actually install it. Cool. Do you have to do that? Probably not. No, but,
1: but- yeah. cool. <laughs> um, Now Airbnb says that fewer than 0.1% of stays results in a reported safety issue. But with- it's Probably true. They have a lot of stays. But that's the thing. More, If more than two two 200 million bookings are taking place a year, that's a big number. Wow. In recent years, Airbnb spent an average of $50 million annually on payouts to hosts and guests. Wow. If they're spending that much money, there's shit that's happening. Probably a good chunk of that is
0: damage coverage that's going to the hosts. I would imagine now that they have that liability right. in place. It's probably yeah. like they, whatever they yeah. turn on the
1: heater and ruined my air conditioner. They need to pay a thousand dollars for that. Turning on heat in the summer. Like a Belligerently drunk idiots. They said hello to me and I didn't like it. All right. Their secrecy makes it difficult to see the impact these mm-hmm. short-term rentals have on the overall safety of neighborhoods. Sure. They don't make addresses of listings public to protect the safety and privacy of its users. So it makes it basically impossible to check addresses against police calls or arrest records. On May 31st, though, as a part of an agreement to settle a lawsuit with New York City, New York City's trying to of like this
0: year, so like last week.
1: Sorry. I think I wasn't, when this I wasn't article to when gotcha. this article was written, I know. When this article was written, I think it was. 2021 it was like right after we stayed okay okay this article came out right after we stayed i thought because of this article airbnb was going to face a lot of things they did not
0: so anyway so new
1: york new york trying to fight airbnb as a part of an agreement to settle a lawsuit the company started turning over information about its hosts including names addresses and whether they're renting their entire apartment and that'll make it easier to track like illegal listings but there are a lot of issues remaining obviously there is still no clear set rules about keys while they're pushing for more keyless entry with those digital keypads Mm -hmm. they cannot dictate how hosts enter their own homes and it because it may discourage them from listing on the platform sure they're just trying to make money they're trying to keep the casey super hosts in no matter what crazy bullshit she comes up with and that's airbnb wow not ideal. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Really validated all of my feelings about uh, Airbnb. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So Now that you're anxious about Airbnb, what uh, has been making you anxious this week, Lauren?
0: Well, I already complained about getting to go on vacation, um, but that was like related to leaving my job. Now I'm done yeah. working because I'm leaving tomorrow, so I don't care about my job anymore. No, uh, so, but <laughs> you know, so just all the getting ready stuff, my suitcase, the clothes are all packed, but everything else is in piles at the moment that I need to get in there. Cause it was like toiletry stuff that I needed to use this morning. And then I realized as I was getting ready, all the trips I've taken this year have been for work. So I've been traveling. So I've known like pack the same three pairs of work pants and a rotation of blouses. It's been very simple. And I've been traveling alone. And so, yeah. I'm going to be traveling with a lot of my family, which is going to be fun, but I'm going to have to yeah. remember how to relax and like go with the flow and travel with other people Yeah, and it's going to be fine, but it might take a couple of days for me to kind
1: of like chill. Fair enough. You are there to have fun. I, I know. recommend you're in Italy. I recommend wine. It'll for really- Sure. really like smooth it over wine and
0: pasta baby um yes no it's gonna be great but it is just like oh i'm like moving through the airport with people is not a thing i've done in a while most of my recent trips have been for work or by myself because i'm going to visit someone else yeah so i gotta just like be a good travel buddy again and i feel like Um, i'm also out of practice with like
1: pandemic like really i don't know right i haven't been like on a huge trip
0: right like most i'm trying to think. All the flying I've done since the pandemic almost has been for work, which is just different. I'm in a different mindset. I have all these stupid carry-ons. I'm like very focused, right? Yeah. So good news. I don't have to get that stupid carry-on into the overhead bin, that heavy one that I always have to ask for help with. So that's, you know, no worries there. Um, Yeah. yeah, No, it's going to be really good. But just all the, what am I going to forget? Not my passport, not my international driver's license. Like I got it. So As long as you got that, you're good. Yeah. So what about you?
1: Okay. I had a dream about you. (laughs) You died in the dream. (laughs) I have never had a dream. Well, a dream that I remember of a friend dying. It's always like my dad or, you know, the dog or whatever. It was you. And I was so, and it was like, you died. And then it was like, what the fuck do I do with this podcast? Like... (laughs) I, do I air the episodes that we still have in memoriam? Do we just say no? And then I was like, what am I supposed to do with the rest of my life? The amount of grief that I went through in this dream was real. And oh. I was, yeah, so you died. That's a
0: intense. You it's should ten- post ten- them ten- if they're ready. <laughs> on, on record. Anything I've already edited, get it out there.
1: Yeah, but. I just had a dream of you and it scared me that and is. I didn't like it. Wow. Yeah. So. Very touching. Yeah, I guess I love you a lot. I've made it into the echelon with your dad and the dog. Like, yes. Uh... <laughs> anyway, what's <laughs> bringing bring you joy,
0: please. Of course it is being able to take a vacation. I'm not just a drag. No, I'm very excited. It's going to be really fun. My uncle has set up a lot of cool tours and housing. And I picked my books for my carry on naturally. I'm taking four physical books it. because you got to have options. And then my Kindle is loaded up too. So I'm like ready to go. You I'm definitely going to buy a book in the Chicago airport tomorrow while we're just spending hours there. So yeah. So I think it's going to be super fun and, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So that is it. Of course. That's so exciting.
1: I can't wait to hear all about it. What about you? um mine is gonna be my mom came to visit and we had a very chill like long weekend love that um and we went to the beach and we picked a spot on the grass and we were reading and just chilling we had wine and thermoses we had cheese and meats doing it right and I know and then I ended up falling asleep on the ground (laughs) outside it was like perfect
0: I think you were more relaxed than I've ever figured out how to be in my, like, my body doesn't, even when I'm relaxed mentally, my body is like, (laughs) yeah,
1: I don't know how I did it. It was really the perfect Sometimes there are moments when I like can fall asleep outside and it's just like, Ooh, it's just perfect. You got a little bit of sun on you and it makes you all toasty. Mm. And then I will also say, it's not going to be pride month when they listen to this episode, but whatever pride is in your heart all year long. Is Pride Month right now for us, and I'm going to, one thing that gives me joy, usually middle school couples make me want to barf, and then also make me want to tell them, this isn't going to last, you're wasting your time, but I don't say that because I'm not mean to all the time, And so but there's this one couple, She's they're so cute, one of my students is dating this other student who I don't have, but they're cute too, and so one of them is a trans guy, And my student is just like, they're so cute. They like come up to me and they're like, are we your favorite couple? I'm like, actually, yeah, because you guys aren't disgusting PDA. You guys are like, like my building, they say that's so gay all the time. But this couple is like, they're holding hands and they're like being like, I cannot imagine doing that in this school. And so I'm like, absolutely. You are my favorite couple. I do stand by middle schoolers
0: brains are too young and squishy to be dating at all. All middle mm-hmm. schoolers.
1: Mm-hmm. Sweeping generalizations. Mm-hmm. But they're just like, oh. <laughs> they're just perfect. And I love them. They're so cute. But yeah, that's fine. Cute. All right. The world can be a scary place, especially if you stay in an Airbnb. <laughs> Don't forget to take a deep breath. That Casey story time was chaotic. So. <laughs> thanks so much for listening if you liked what you heard make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode
0: and follow us on instagram and twitter at the underscore anxiety pod we'll talk to you next week